0: Hey, everybody. Uh, Danny Davis, the Austin American Statesman here. This is the Longhorn Confidential for January 10th, 2023. As always, I'm joined by the fellas. We got Kirk Bowles, we got Cedric Golden, we got Thomas Jones. Thanks for watching us on YouTube, statesman.com, listening to us wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Apple, Spotify, um, wherever you get th- those podcasts. We do appreciate you, you listening. Um, Michigan closed out the college football season on Monday. Kirk Bowles is in the press box. Uh, they beat Washington for the national championship game. Personally, my college football season ended the day before when Montana lost to South Dakota State in the uh, FCS championship game. which was I actually – Daniel, but... I actually watched some of that just because of you. You were one of the very few because the ratings were terrible because we decided to go up against NFL football. I don't know what he was doing, <laughs> but – Is what it is. But uh, before we start looking ahead to a 2024 season that features Texas going to Ann Arbor, which is going to be a lot of fun to visit the champs. Um, Let's kind of take a one last look back at the 2023 season, kind of what Texas accomplished this past season. Uh, Texas went 12 and two, uh, reached a college football playoff semifinals for the first time in school history, also won the Big 12 championship for the first time since 2009. On paper, there are about 1,900 snaps uh, in the college football season. We decided that we're going to pick the eight best uh, in today's podcast, eight or twelve, kind of depending on how long we go. We're going to do this in draft draft fashion, a little snake draft fashion. I know this is not a groundbreaking idea. I think another podcast has actually done this uh, for for the Texas football season, so check that out. Go, we're going to have fun. Um, this is a fun way to kind of go through the season. This is how we're going to we're going to do it on order. I've actually been overruled on this order. Um, on order, we're going to go Kirk said i was going to take the second spot but said uh overruled me he's got seniority here so kirk said i'm old D. thomas uh we're gonna pick kirk's gonna go first um not because he was the uh, football writers association of america's bert mcgrain award winner for this past season picked up that award this past week and uh in uh in houston um for all of his contributions that he's made to college football in that organization um that's not the reason he's going first he's going first because he finished second place in our fantasy football league so i think that's a bigger accomplishment in my in my mind but wow okay. uh we'll, we'll we'll let kirk go first and set will go set will go then me then thomas and we'll do it snake draft fashion so thomas will pick first in the second round so uh without further ado we'll let uh kirk go first kirk what was the Top play of the Texas uh, 2023 football season, kind of say uh, the play and what it meant to the Texas football season.
1: To me, it's very easy. And uh, I'll say two words. I want to see if you get three agree with me instantly or not. But the name is Jordan Whittington. Of and his hustle play against TCU, Quinn had thrown an interception. Uh, I don't know, was it pass to Jordan or was it to Xavier? Y'all remember? It was, to
2: it was to X. And then Jordan, Jordan actually, then miss, missed the tackle of the interceptor and jumped up and chased him down.
1: And he fell down. He was on the ground, remember? Yes. I don't know, what do tackle? you think he ran, 40, 50 yards? Because that TCU dude was scooting. And uh, Jordan traces his steps and – Comes up and uh, you know pokes the ball out with a strip fumble, and Worthy recovered that if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Yes, so he did. He was hustling just as much, and to me it reminded me of that little Jordan Humphrey play against OU that Tom Herman always raved about, and then the Bijan Robinson move in the pile against TCU two years ago. You know lo- those are like culture plays and hustle plays, and I thought it spoke volumes for the team and it showed they were all in no matter what. There was no quit, and that, that was, you know, every play was instrumental in that game because it was so close. So to me, that was the top play of 2023.
0: Said, was that going to be your first pick, or what, what? are you glad Kirk left your first pick on the board?
1: Mm, that's that's
2: the biggest play of the year, and it typified what, I mean, it, it represented what Steve Sarkeesian's trying to build here. Right, and it's it's an it's an attitude, it's a belief, it's a culture, and he could have easily laid down and for two seconds and then jump back up, and he never would have caught the guy. He jumped right back up after missing the tackle, so he made an effort, he made extra effort, and that's how that's the difference between a good team and a great team. So yeah, that was my number one. I will go with uh, a play that may not have been as as recognized. You know, we didn't we thought Texas would be good, but we weren't sure the Wyoming game, 10 10 in the third after three quarters. And Quinn Ewers throws a simple hitch pass to Xavier Worthy, and then boom, he goes down the sideline for 49 yards for a touchdown. And that that was not an, an easy game for the Longhorns. And we were sitting there going, Man, are they gonna lose to Wyoming? I mean, that's that's how crucial that was. And, and so it kind of sent the message that maybe, just maybe, and we weren't sure at the time, maybe, just maybe, this is one of those teams that's going to figure out how to win tough games. And they did. They absolutely did. And um, it also has NFL scouts drooling because in one play, Xavier Worthy showed why he's probably going to be a first-round pick. There is no substitute for blinding speed and elusiveness, and he has both. Shocking!
0: I'll go with. I guess Kirk's play was kind of defensive, but I'll go with defense for the first. Uh, my first pick. Um, I kind of got this idea to do this uh, for a podcast at the December third press conference with Steve. I asked him, "Hey, what kind of play exemplified um, this Texas team?" And he picked the goal line stand. Against Kansas State, um 30 was in overtime. Texas pretty much dead to rights because Kansas State was just moved the football right to the six. They just need a touchdown to win. Uh, first and go on the six, stop Will Howard on a short run, and then second down, Devondre Sweat bats the ball down, pass breakup from the big defensive lineman. Third down is an incomplete pass, and the fourth down. Texas covers this play perfectly a couple weeks after Oklahoma kind of embarrassed them with a similar play to win, win that game. Um, Texas covers it right, and Baron Sor- Sorrell was able to kind of get to Will Howard for a sack. So Texas' season is over. Um, not over. They still have a season of play. But their Big 12 sh- title hopes are may have been shot. Um, they definitely aren't making the CFP without that play. And a Texas team that's not known for its defense – made a huge defensive stand against a really good Kansas State team and a really good quarterback who just got recruited to go to Ohio State. So I mean that's a that was a great um defensive stand that obviously saved Texas this season. So I'll take those four plays at the goal line, but if you're gonna pick one, maybe that uh Baron Sorrel swatting the ball down um on second down in the goal line stand. TJ, what's your first round pick?
3: I'm I'm going back to to Sed's guy X. Um you know, looking back on this season, it's still the win in Tuscaloosa beating Alabama was was the defining win for this team. You know, It propelled them to the season they had, and it got them a spot in the CFP. And I don't think that win happens until Quinn in the second quarter kind of set that tone, 44-yard deep pass to Xavier Worthy, who had to adapt in the air. He hauled it in, a beautiful play. You remember up, up to that point in the season, we were all bugging Sark about that deep ball. You know, mm-hmm. why can't, where's the deep ball on the offense? You know, why can't Quinn throw the deep ball? Well, they, they got it done against Alabama. That gave him a lead. Uh, and Xavier showed what kind of player he is and what kind of season he would end up having. I thought it was the biggest play and the biggest win of the biggest season in 15 years for the Longhorns.
0: And TJ will go back to you for your second round pick. What's uh what, what's what's next, nice, TJ? Nice. Hey, I'm
3: going defense this time. We gotta go offense and defense. And I'm kind of piggybacking offset again. We forget that Wyoming game, you know, as said mentioned, it's 10 10 going into the fourth. So we're everyone's thinking, man, lost. It's yeah. It's what happened old. in Tuscaloosa? Was that a fluke? You know, is this team not ready for the big time to show they are consistent? So Xavier gets that big touchdown. The light show's pumping. The crowd's going crazy. The students are into it. The beer's flowing. Fireworks are going off. Boom. Jaron Thompson, that pick six. Jaron Thompson, who's now left the, the program. Great career at Texas. Four years, three years starter. And then he had that pick six in the fourth quarter against um against Wyoming. And, and that kind of opened the floodgates. You know, and just show Texas is a balanced team. They're going to make big plays offensively. They're going to make them on special teams. And they show they can make them on
1: defense on that play, too. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So two of the top five picks are Wyoming game, what are you guys smoking, crack? I mean... I'm playing... Hey, hold, I'm, I'm, playing like thinking, I'm playing... We're playing
2: checkers, not chess, this is like, a
3: narrative, duck. We're building up narrative.
2: the narrative. And my... My other pick that I that, that was going to go with, I I, I, I kind of hold it away because I'm hoping
1: it gets back to me. Yeah, but it's it's like a, a, a real fantasy league track. You guys would have picked Brian Leaf. I just know it. I just know it. I'm a little worried about you two. I'll better. be
3: honest. I could pick 10 players from that Bama game alone, second game of the season. Yeah,
1: but you pick Wyoming. That's my problem. I'm Out telling there,
3: you. No they, they lose in that third, game.
2: It don't 10, matter 10, what they 10, did at Bama.
3: A night game at DKR. Jared Thompson making that play, that was a magical moment right
0: there.
1: Okay. Magical. Danny, help me here. Help me set them straight. Come on. I go don't... back
0: to the Wyoming game, Daniel. Don't disappoint me. <laughs> I, don't acknowledge, I don't acknowledge Wyoming, although I was very glad Thank to you. see them Thank lose. You. But um, I'm actually going to go back to Kirk's um, TCU game. I thought there was two plays in that game that you could have picked. The second one, aside from Jordan Whittington, which was a great um, number one overall pick, the games in the fourth quarter, Texas is trying to kill the clock. It is uh, they had a third and twelve. Um, they're deep in their own territory. Uh, I think TC had one timeout left, and Texas could have played it safe. Uh, they could have handed the ball handed the ball off. Uh, you know, Jonathan had been hurt by that point, but given the ball to C.J. Baxter, they could have you know run a screen pass or something like that. And Steve asked Quinn to throw it deep and. Uh, Ad and I, Mitchell, made an incredible 35-yard reception down the sideline. It was one of those passes. I think every one of us in the press box, when Quinn dropped and threw it deep, everyone's kind of like, what the heck are they doing? But it was a perfect pass, great catch, one of many catches that, you know, Ed and I had 11 touchdown catches this year, but I think that was his best reception was a 35-yard one that just kind of sealed that 29-26 win at TCU which you know, another close call that could have been, could have been a huge upset, could have been you know completely killed Texas this season. But TCU doesn't get the ball back. Adenai has you know one hell of a highlight to put in his highlight reel when he eventually, I think we're all expecting him to declare for the draft, although he hasn't made his decision public yet. I think we all expect him to be heading off to bigger and brighter things down the road. But that was an incredible throw, incredible catch, incredible call, and I think at at for we we often. You know, criticize teams for not playing it safe uh, when they when they get you know a little aggressive or when they get a little aggressive for not you know playing it safe. And I think they kind of defied wisdom there, and it worked out. And um, I thought it was just a probably the best catch. I, I agree with TJ that that catch at Alabama that X had was incredible, but I think for my money that was my the one catch of steps. Uh, sticks it sticks in my mind um, said we'll go back to you. I don't know if uh, you're going to pick that one or if your pick still on the board, what do you pick? No, no,
2: no. My here? picks on the board. Um, Orange down 1613 in Tuscaloosa and the fans are going crazy because you know, the, the tide had just taken the lead. And um, Quinn you were show some real moxie against a fierce pass rush, he looked right. And then he went back to his left and he had a wide open Jatavian Sanders. About 20 yards downfield, and Jatavian turned on the Jets and and it was a 50 yard catch and run that kind of got things back settled down for Texas. And Jatavian showed why he's gonna be probably a first or second round pick in this draft with that yak. And it set up a touchdown pass to Adna Ad, Ad- Mitchell. Uh what 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 I loved about the play is he ran past Kool-Aid McKinstry one of the best cornerbacks in the country. Yeah. And 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 it let us know in the press box, oh, this is not the Texas team that was blowing second-half leads and losing games of this magnitude. This is a Texas team with belief. This is a Texas team in Tuscaloosa that just took a best shot from Alabama and scored the first of three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That's how good Texas was. And it was the unofficial announcement to the college football world that, yes, the Longhorns are a player. I thought that was a huge
1: play. I like it. I like it.
0: Kirk, what, what's your second round pick?
1: Uh, I like that fair catch by Keelan Robinson against Wyoming in the second half. I thought oh, that whatever was a <laughs> pivotal play in this season, but don't so, be a douche. <laughs> so this is this is play number eight. It should probably be top three or four, and that's Jade Barron against Houston. Okay, fourth and one. That's on my well, list. Yeah, but it's gotta be higher than eighth, I think. That was I can remember sitting in the press box with you guys eating Frenchies fried chicken. Well, and, hold on before you uh, say
2: something. What if you had agreed to to be the fourth pick, it would have made top eight. How about that?
1: <laughs> I didn't have an agreement. I was assigned the first pick, okay? So uh but you know, Jade Barron was hurt, remember, and it was forced into playing some cornerback and And then there was just, if I recall, there may have been an iffy spot by the refs uh, on third down, uh, which I still think that was a a heck of a call for Texas fans and will live in infamy for Houston. But uh, so I get it was fourth and one. And I don't remember who the receiver was. It it wasn't Matt Golden, was it? It it was the other end from where we were sitting. Uh, But anyway, deflected that, you know, held off Houston, which was was going for the – either tying touchdown and maybe the winning extra point or whatever Dana would have chosen to do. But uh, so I got another defensive uh, play is my uh, uh, second best play uh, in non-Wyoming games.
0: I think we have a uh, little, little extra time. So let's go, let's go a third round. We'll kind of go yeah. do
1: a style. Yeah, we'll, we'll my last to. pick,
2: this is my last pick. And I know you're not going to like it, Kirk, and I don't I, even care. I'm they sure give him I'm... the Burt McGran award, and all of a sudden he gets all brand new on us.
1: Oh, <laughs> you're just,
2: wow. I mean, you're pompous. You are it's, pompous it's today.
1: Wyoming, it's Wyoming. And you're if
2: getting... they lose the Wyoming game, Danny, <laughs> Danny Davis is back in San Antonio.
1: But That's they did, did lose. We're not revisiting history, we're citing history. What do you got? You're That's not gonna what? like it, but I don't
2: That's care. Good. Um. <laughs> We all talk about the very mental fragility of college kickers. And Burt Auburn was money all year long, four for four against Kansas State in a game that would have may have knocked them out of the Big 12 championship game if they had lost, including a money 42 yarder to provide the difference. 33-30, 33-30, if I'm not mistaken. And I think we cannot overlook the contributions of Burt Auburn to this team's success. He was the most dependable player on this team, right there with Tavondre Sweat. Uh, Lou Groza Award finalist or whatever, he's on that list. He, should, he was very highly considered. And to win that game at money time, And a 42 yard field goal is not a given, not on Saturday and not on Sunday, but he got it done. He had a great year, great hair,
1: great kick (laughs) Burned Auburn and 19 in a row too. remember.
0: There you go. what's What's your last pick?
1: My last pick, you know, mentioning the field goal. I was tempted to mention the fake field goal, uh, by Burt Holborn and Ryan Sanborn where they were short of the first down only because I thought Sark was less cute uh, with his fourth down calls after that. I think maybe he learned his lesson when he could have put Houston away early. And so, but I, I think I'm going to go with, uh, I guess I'm going to go with yet another defensive play. I wish I had a Jordan. I wish I had a Brooks run. But he had so many of them, they all run together. He was so spectacular. I'm going to go with Tavandre Sweat, the big man, the SWAT on the extra point against Iowa Iowa State.
2: State. Yes.
1: Jordan run back to give him two points. And and you guys were there. I was watching on TV. And it was like that game was so tense, you know. I mean, it was just nip and tuck. And remember, Texas had two touchdowns called back. I mean. You know, it was almost as good as the Wyoming game, but uh, I'm picking that play as my third pick.
0: I'm actually going to I guess Devondre's easily the team MVP because I'm picking the third Devondre sweat play um uh, out of this out of this uh deal. And it's his touchdown. Um yeah. the Big Twelve Championship game. <laughs> Just because of the message it sent. I don't That's I don't true. know if it's so much the play, but it was a message that Texas said. We're going to do whatever we want, and y'all aren't going to stop us. We're going to have our 360-pound defensive lineman, the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year, catch a touchdown pass. He is going to have a bigger highlight on here than the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, which Ollie Gordon was you know, stuffed to the line of scrimmage the entire game. And that just, I mean, I think it was our third touchdown, but it just kind of set the tone. It came out to the fleet flicker, um, to Jatavian Sanders, but it was a, we're going to win this uh, Big 12 championship game take notice, uh, college football playoff selection committee, and there is nothing that anyone's going to do if we're going to have our defensive tackle catch and touchdown passes. So I just like the message that stood. I like the Jatavion's little Heisman uh, celebration afterwards. Afterwards, and it's nice for the big guy who has had plenty of defensive highlights to get an offensive one to kind of, you know, say farewell to Texas with. But that's that's my what,
2: And that's the message that that Sark sent to the locker room. I mean, nothing yeah. makes these guys happier than a defensive guy scoring a touchdown. The offensive guys think it's cool, and yeah. um, the defensive guys go nuts. And 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 it just kind of brought them. They were already a close locker room, we know that, but it just it just sent a message that you know what, this place is united, and uh,
0: they they were they were after big fish after that. Byron Murphy somehow got two touchdowns this year, so I guess he has a little. nights <laughs> Silver. <laughs> yeah. Over to yep. Vondre. But uh, Thomas, yeah, why don't you uh, close us out here with uh, your last pick?
3: Well, fittingly, it comes in the last game. And, and look, we all know Jordan Weddington's one of the most beloved players in recent years at Texas. Five years, you know, he was a five star kid coming out of Quero, kind of injuries robbed him of what he could have been. But what a career. And what's our final memory of Jordan? In what a the CFP semifinal oh. against Washington, third and 10, 21 seconds left. Quinn heaves it up, Jordan makes a jumping, twisting, diving catch for what, 41 yards, I think. It, it set Texas up. It gave them a chance to win that game. To steal it. And no one thought that was going to happen until Jay Witt made that play. And I was on this I was down on the sideline by the time when that happened. So I kind of saw it firsthand and I was like, oh, that that's an incompletion. No, Jay Witt got up in the air, read it. Just a tremendous play by a tremendous kid. Or I should say a man. I mean, he's been around for a long time. Um, that's the memory he leaves Texas with. That's the last memory fans have of him. Awesome way for him to go out. Um, the only thing better is if they would have scored on the next couple plays, you know, and gotten to play Michigan last night. I love they that
1: pick, Michigan. I love that pick, but he did have one catch for fourteen yards against Wyoming. I don't know why you're overlooking <laughs> that one. Look, hey, That was on a Look, second and three
3: in the second quarter,
0: Duck.
2: Okay, Don't
0: Bert. Don't be a hater. Don't
2: be a hater. calling you Bert. <laughs> to uh, <laughs> where is Ernie?
0: <laughs> to recap our our little draft here, uh, Kirk went first. He uh, picked the Jordan um forced fumble on the interception return against TCU. Then in the second round, he picked Jody Barron's fourth down stop at Houston at the final minute of that game. And then he finished off with a uh, Tavondre Sweat's uh blocked extra point against Iowa State. There was a return for two points the other way. Austin Jordan had that return. Um Offense defense State. special
3: teams. Yep. Balance stock.
0: Cedric, uh Cedric went uh his first his first play, uh Xavier Worthy against Washington. Um his his touchdown Wyoming. Wyoming. Wyoming, sorry. They
2: um, could have used the next touchdown against they, Washington. I oh, yeah. sure I've ignored,
0: yeah. ignored all the Wyoming talk, my, my bad. His second pick. Uh, was the Jatavian Sanders 50-yard catch against Alabama. Um, kind of sent a message when that, when that game was getting close uh, against a really good Alabama defense. And then his third pick was Burt Auburn. Burt had four field goals in uh, that Kansas State game, but specifically the one in overtime that ended up being the difference in that game. Um, we'll stick with the Kansas State game for my first uh, pick, which was the goal line stand, specifically the second down play, um, the swap by Devondre Sweat. Uh, Then Adonai Mitchell, third and 12, his 35-yard catch in the TCU game to close out that one. And then Tavondre Sweat's touchdown catch in the Oklahoma State game. Thomas went last, still had three good picks. Uh, Xavier Worthy, his touchdown catch against Alabama. Uh, Then his uh, Jaron Thompson pick six versus Wyoming because we love the Wyoming game. And then to finish it out, Jordan Wendington, spectacular catch as Texas was trying to rally in the Sugar Bowl against Washington. A nice lasting memory. Um, for Jordan Whittington. So two nice Jordan Whittington plays in this breakdown. Three uh, to Vondra Sweat's fitting since those were the two big senior leaders on this team. And uh, yeah, that's kind of the 2022 23 season. Uh, before we get out of here, do y'all know,
3: no Red uh, River shootout, I noticed.
0: Yeah, that was actually on my list. I thought. Um, I, I agree.
2: But know, D- that, Dylan Gabriel's late scramble. Huge. That, oh, last, that last loss, Texas, live, so.
0: it was a wake-up call. And Texas won seven straight after that and saved their season. And we've seen Texas teams completely collapse after losses like this, and this Texas team didn't. So um, even though that was not a fun memory for Texas fans, it was still a pivotal moment in this season and obviously um, played a part in how things rolled out. But before we get out of here, any other lasting memories from this 2023 season uh, before we uh, try to finally flip the page for
3: 2024? For me, going back to Tuscaloosa, sorry if I'm harping on that. That was just such a monumental win for the program. And that win alone, I think, could carry them into something special over the next few years. That's what I'll always remember of this season.
1: I got a couple. One is Malik Murphy dancing, uh, going to the line of the scrimmage for his first play. Well, he <laughs> was totally relaxed, totally chill. I got this. That was cool. And then lastly, the uh, ceremonial Tip of the hat to uh, Jonathan Brooks in the Big 12 championship game where he lines up in the backfield. I mean, that that'll I hit love you. That, in man, I love that tug at those That's heartstrings, and good. he was yeah, it gives you goosebumps even sports. now. That's sports, He was a Don Walker Award winner. He was going to be All American, and you know he's he's a special guy. And uh, but I love your Jordan Whittington thing, TJ. That was just what a way for him to go out. You know yeah. what a, what a baller. Yeah. So, Mine, I've got a
2: couple. Number one, um the the booze that cascaded down at Jerry World for Bray Yarmark <laughs> when he's trying <laughs> to present that trophy to Steve Zerky. Big, big had the treasure, treasure cat smile and he kept oh. going, Hey, Steve's like trying to calm him down when he was fit, but his heart was going, Yeah. Like,
3: hey. <laughs> Keep those
2: booze coming. So that that was my that that was my first one. Man, the second one was the, the the huge roar that went up for Arch Manning when he came into that game. I'm telling you, people have killed yeah. me on Twitter for writing that Queen yours isn't guaranteed that spot. I mean, these people love Arch Manning. And if Arch Manning is as good as they think he is, you're telling me that it's a wrap already for the starting quarterback? He's a Manning.
3: be likes competition. It's gonna be an
2: interesting, that's going to be an interesting spring and summer. And um, God willing, we'll all be there to chronicle it, and and to listen to Sarkeesian avoid questions about Arch Manning because if he's as good as we think he is, that's going to be a real
0: battle for that job. I personally, I personally believe it's Quinn's job to lose if he comes back, but Sark does. And who's saying he's not going to lose it? Sark does say he does a uh, love competition, but I expect to see number three when the season starts. But we'll we'll we will definitely have to see. Um, what stands out to me is this was a fantastic fall. um If you're a Texas Longhorns fan, the football team did not go to the Alamo Bowl. They ended up in the Sugar Bowl, won a Big Twelve championship. Soccer team won a Big Twelve championship, went I believe three rounds deep in their NCAA tournament. The volleyball team, they do they do they did what the volleyball team does. They, they, they just did volleyball stuff. Yeah, won another national championship and a Big Twelve title and. Brett Yarmark has to be scrambling when he's losing all his conference champions to the SEC next year. We'll see what happens in basketball season, but that's obviously a fantastic uh, fall if you're if you're a Texas um, sports fan as they you know kind of leave the uh, leave the Big Twelve with maybe maybe their middle fingers raised. They are they are uh, they're not the deuces. They're just not uh, the deuces. Deuces, middle finger. I don't know. I don't know. But they're you know leaving leaving their mark in their in their final season, but. Um, before we get out of here, a um, couple events going on around campus that we want to let, let you all know about. The men's basketball team, which is ranked 25th in the AP poll, they're on the road the entire week at Cincinnati on Tuesday night um, at West Virginia on Saturday. Women's basketball team, they are home against TCU on Wednesday night. At Me Kansas and Daniel. State. Me and Daniel. Yep. Let's go. At Kansas State on Saturday, that will be a 10-12 matchup Um one of the best players uh, in the country, a- Aoka Lee, uh, for Kansas State. We'll get to face some of those uh, bigs at, at, at Texas, uh, plus Madison Booker, who's having a fantastic freshman season. She oh, uh, Check out that game on Saturday. That'll be a lot of fun. But, yeah, um, we are still producing a lot of work, even though I'm still trying to recover from the Sugar Bowl. But statesman.com, all of our basketball coverage, all of our football offseason coverage. Um, on Second Thought Podcast, y'all doing anything? Are you guys actually taking some time off? this week look what are we doing we want to do a podcast this week
1: uh we can i mean i've been home three minutes from houston so uh, <laughs> okay so
2: no we're not doing a podcast <laughs> this week we will come back we got to get the uh, we're going to take off the next two weeks because uh, i'm i'm going out of town this you, weekend where are you going none of your freaking business you brought it up mcgrain um I'm uh, going out of town for a little siesta, and I'm going to be off next week. So we may do a podcast this week. We don't want to make them wait, even though this was, this was tremendous, Danny. This was a this great,
1: was great. idea. This was fun, just like the whole season, man. I love working with you guys, and uh, love uh, all that we do and all that we produce, uh, especially all the takeaways. And uh, I say we do it again next year. What do you say, guys?
0: We'll be. We'll be, we'll be I'm off the, the table, like Danny. My-
1: like my my mother-in-law
2: used to say, God willing, and the Crete don't rise, we'll be back.
0: All right. Well, That's we what, what SEC is all
3: about, man. We'll see what SEC is about.
0: We appreciate you all tuning in throughout the season, watching us on YouTube, listening to us wherever you get your podcast. We'll be around when we're around, and uh, we hope you all enjoy the off offseason. And yeah, deuces.
2: Merry New Year. Be
0: safe.